Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trend says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Better Lodin' of our... Yes. I'm not actually inside a women's prison at the moment. The horniest went up to like 11. Good afternoon. At least say a big fuck you to Nick. Tyler Yerensha must go to Cinco de Mayo. Hi, Ty. Why won't you kiss me? Better make them better with fat milk. Bring the intro down. Let's get going. I'm tired. It's a better light than never. I'm annoyed. Not really. Let's get after it. Wow. What a difference 24 hours can make. Am I right? Yesterday. It's very, very excited. Today. Well. Well, well, well. How the turntables. Yesterday, I did a 10-minute podcast talking about how excited I was. I was basically bursting at the seams to get to the season opener between the Oilers and the Canucks. And, well, we'll get there. First, got to give a shout-out to the audio department. Of course, they are the title sponsor of the show. I appreciate them. I love them. Go check out theaudiodepartment.ca. Book some studio time, record a podcast, record an album. Just go in there and hang out. I don't think they want you to do that. But book some studio time, theaudiodepartment.ca. You're going to have a good time there. You're going to be creative. That's what you do there. So we might as well just jump into it. We might as well just jump into it. I'm going to get to the the season launch party recap. Last night at Greta, we had a great time despite the results. You know, I think I'll just loop in the season launch party into the Oilers and Canucks recap in the news. But I just want to say thank you to everybody that came out. Everybody that was there, we all showed up with bells on, ready to go. And I would honestly say, despite the results in the hockey game, Everybody was in a good mood. A lot of people won prizes. We raised some money for kids sport. We did what we were supposed to do. That was party for the hockey game. I, myself, probably party too hard. You know? My uh, standpoint on it was, well, the hockey game is horrible, so I might as well have a good time. And then uh, what ends up happening is me and some random citizens end up taking tequila shots, and the boy's not feeling as fresh as today. But 
I ain't no quitter. So here I am recording the podcast in the morning, as I said I would. Why? Because I'm dedicated, Holmes. Dedicated. So again, I just want to say thank you to everybody that came. There was a lot, I met a lot of cool people last night. I was, um, I was trying to, well, more than normal, trying to go around and kind of just like chat to people. Had some really cool conversations with some really nice people. Met a bunch of people. They would go, and it's always kind of fun. Like, oh, I saw you walk in, but I didn't know you were bag milk. And then I heard, because uh, I jumped on the pregame show with Tyler, Aaron, and Jay uh, for a quick second. So obviously it was being broadcast throughout Greta and uh, people were just kind of figuring it out. Some of them for the first time, they go, hey man, I listen to the podcast all the time. I love it. And I was just really cool to kind of interact and see who's listening to BLTN and just be part of the mix, you know? Great night at Greta. Thank you so much for everybody that came. It was admittedly probably not the best time for a season launch party. I mean, it was Wednesday night at 8 p.m. start, but you guys came, you packed the place, and we just had fun. We had a good time. And I'm very, very grateful for everybody that came down. I know that everybody at Nation HQ would probably feel the same way, again, despite the results. You know, there were some long faces there. There's some long faces leading up to the game. There was a lot of cheering. There was a lot of happiness. There was a lot of... uh, Jovial attitudes. Those were quickly erased. In other news, I see on the voicemail, uh, my boy Kyle the Embalmer wants to talk about Love is Blind, but here's where I'm just saying off the jump. I haven't even gotten to any of the new episodes of Love is Blind yet. They're just parked there waiting. So I'm not going to do Love is Blind stuff today. I don't need spoilers. I don't know how it's going to go. I don't know who's going to uh, get married, who's not going to get married. All I know is that this show is hilarious, and a bunch of these people are idiots, despite the fact that they are very well educated, and a lot of them have really cool careers. That's the beauty of the show. You you get engaged to someone you've never seen before, you barely know them, and then when you leave the house or whatever, the compound that they're in, life gets in the way. It's like, oh, there's the one girl, and I don't remember her name. She's like bougie, super bougie. <laughs> and the guy she's with, he has his red solo cups as like his, that's what he uses as cups in his apartment. She looks and she's like, what the fuck is this? The best. Did they talk about finances in there? No, they didn't. Nobody talks about the practical things. Anyway, no love is blind today. There is no love is blind. Continue on with the spooky season spectacular that the missus and I are doing. Well, we watched Jigsaw this past week from 2017. If you've seen any of the Saw movies, they're super gory, and this one was just kind of the same. Did it get, did it scare me? No. Was it creepy? Yeah. There's too much screaming in those. I think that's the part about those gory horror movies that I don't like. It's just like the endless screaming. I get it. You're being stabbed or slashed or cut open with saws, and it hurts. I get that. But I don't want to hear it. Die quietly. Maybe I'm just old and cranky. I don't know. In a frank update, took my boy for his follow-up appointment for his uh, eye and ear infections that he had. (laughs) My guy's just like, he's just an allergy mess right now. I don't know if you guys have dogs that have allergies or cats that have allergies or even people with allergies, but uh, the, the transition from living grass to dead grass is no bueno for my dude. And, uh, well, got him checked out. Everything's a-okay though. Might have to have a couple eye drops. Doesn't like the eye drops. It was funny actually yesterday. So Frank is not great at the vet right now. 
And I get it. Like every time I take him into that building, they're poking him and they're prodding him. And they're looking in his ears and they're digging in his mouth. And like, so he doesn't like going there. And I don't think that's unusual for a lot of dogs. But yesterday, the vet wanted to check his ears because he had a double ear infection. And it was funny because the first one he was cool with, he's like, well, I mean, he tolerated. I wouldn't say he was cool with. He wasn't happy about it. But then when she went to do the second one, he just wasn't having it. He was not cooperating. He, he, was, he tried to bite her. He growled at her. And if you know my dog at all, for him to growl even is just unheard of. He's the sweetest dog outside of the veterinary environment. So she goes, no problem. This happens all the time. So she goes and gets one of the vet techs to come in and they had to put him on a little muzzle just so she could check his other ear and make sure that he didn't bite her. And she goes, is this cool if we put him in a muzzle? I'm like, frankly, I want to see what it looks like. I haven't seen this before. And he looked like Bane. I wish I took a picture because Bane Frank was absolutely adorable and I could have watched him as Bane Frank for quite some time. I might just buy him a muzzle because it looked hilarious. And quite frankly, people would probably leave me alone on the street if Frank was wearing a muzzle. And when I say that, it's not because they're like, oh, hey, bag milk. It, no, it's Frank is so cute. People approach me all the time. They're like, can I pet your dog? He's so cute. Can I pet your dog? If he had a muzzle, maybe they think he's mean. Can I do a podcast confession real quick? Podcast confessions. Uh, last week, I told two small children that Frank had fleas. <laughs> so they couldn't pet him. I just didn't want... Here's the thing about when kids come up to want to pet Frank. I'm cool with it most of the time, but a lot of them, they're kids. They don't know when to leave. And they don't know how impatient I am. <laughs> uh, and they're always like, oh, pet your dog. I'm like, all right, kids, gotta go. I want to see you later. Bye. But this time I was just, I wasn't in the mood. I was like, you know what? Frank has fleas. He's got medicine on him. <laughs> They're like, ew, gross. I'm like, yeah, he's disgusting. And I just made my way. <laughs> Sorry, buddy. He's sleeping beside me right now. Yeah. Sometimes you got to tell a little white lie. Back to Jigsaw. Uh, movie was fine. It was another one in the series. It was creepy. It was dumb. It was awful. Again, too much screaming. You know, let's get to the news. The news is brought to you by Alberta Blue Cross. There's only one thing better than sharing memories, and that's making new ones. Alberta Blue Cross Travel Insurance protects your memories and more wherever travel takes you. Visit ab.bluecross.ca forward slash travel. They are going to be our official insurance provider for all nation vacations, including the one that is coming up in less than a month from now to Seattle. I'm super excited about it. The countdown is on. Visit Alberta Blue Cross and get yourself some travel insurance or... Just some coverage in general. I am a Alberta Blue Cross customer myself. You know what I mean? Well, to kick off the news, we might as well start with what happened last night. The Edmonton Oilers kicked off their season in style. Oh, no, they didn't. They really, really didn't. In fact, it was arguably the worst home opener I've ever watched. With 32 shots on goal, the flu-ridden Canucks... Put eight goals past the Edmonton Oilers. Four on soup, four on stew. Dueling 750 save percentages. Each guy allowed four goals on 16 shots. Soup with the mercy pull. Stew in and after did not really uh, get much better from there. It just didn't. Game started out fun. Vinny DeHarnay got in a fight with, uh, what was that guy's name? Dakota Joshua. That was about four or five minutes into the period, and I had a great time watching it. I love scraps. So I thought, hey, boys are going to be fired up. Vinny scrapping. Let's go. 
kind of chucked him down. Vinny's a huge dude. Would I ever want to fight that guy? Absolutely not. But it really went downhill from there. It really, really did. Connor Garland, he scored. Goals shouldn't have counted, in my opinion, because he doesn't even want to be in Vancouver. I don't think he should be scoring goals for a team he doesn't want to play for. That's just my opinion. Then Brock Besser comes out and scores three in a row. One to end off the second period. Two quick ones to start off. or Sorry, the first one to end off the first period. Two quick ones to kick off the second period. Drysaddle got the boys on the board at 4-1. And yeah, it just, you know, it just downhill from there. Pedersen scored at the end of the second or midway through the second period. Besser again, fourth goal of the game to kick off the third. JT Miller and then Dakota Joshua. Dakota Joshua gets himself a scrap and a goal. That's a good day for the kid. For Oilers fans, though, I got to say, the nothing sucks the air out of a season launch party quite like an 8-1 loss, you know? We were doing our best to have a good time at Greta, and like I said, this turns into old Bagma being like, well, it's time for shots. I'm going to make my own fun, and that's what I did. That's what I did. I had shots. I played some video games. Met some people. It was great. It was great. Score? Not so much. So what do you do from here? Obviously, we know the Oilers are not going to get beaten like that. They're just way too good. I just don't know what happened yesterday. They just seemed like they forgot they were supposed to play. They just forgot they were so supposed to play. And I'm launching my new uh, feature, Three Key Things, a little bit later this morning. After I wrap this up, I'm going to start recording or I'll start writing that. And just what do you take away from a mess like that? Other than just saying flush it down the toilet and just get rid of it. Get rid of it. Just forget about it. It's... It's dumb. It's awful. It was so bad. A turd in the punch bowl is the best way to describe that game. So I asked you guys on Twitter, I said, give me a one-word review about last night's 8-1 loss to the Canucks, and let's just get through them. Kabir says, stinky. Visually better says, hideous. Mr. Okanagan says, what the fuck was that? But he put it all as one word, so I respect it. Kev Bo goes, bottled. Gru says, barf. Scott says, tabernacle. El Colagrande says, fuck. Barry, uh, Barry says, darkness. Surveyor Brett says, poopy. Brian says, feces. Lauren says, oops. Jordan says, uninspired. Geekily Confused says, whoopsie. Ty says, abomination. Tristan says, pain. Patrick says, celebrity. Josie says, why? White Whale says, suboptimal. L says, lacking. All of those are accurate. Why? is probably the better thing to say. It's just, how are they so unprepared to go up against a team that was literally ridden with the flu? Thatcher Demko, let me see here. I'm going to pull up his numbers here. Thatcher Demko got pulled out of the game after puking in his own mask. He played 48 minutes and five seconds of the game last night. He stopped 21 of 22 shots for a 955, and he got pulled because he vomited in his own mask. That is a guy that they could not get more than one goal pass. Like, what? What do we talk? What are we doing here, boys? I mean, I'm not going to dwell on it. It's one game, but it was just annoying. It was annoying. You know? That's what, although, you know, I'm looking for some silver linings here. The fact that the Oilers have to do an autograph session today at West Edmonton Mall is fucking hilarious. <laughs> Could you imagine they're just sitting there for three hours at WEM and they're like, oh, got to sign all these things for people. And I, I they're going to do a good job and they're going to, you know, they're going to be excited to see people and they're going to do their thing. And I totally get why people want all their autographs. But to me, it's very, very funny that they have to get paraded out after a night like that. <sighs> ah. 
I hope they don't stop for Cinnabons. You know what? There's that place down by, uh, what's that boat called? The big ship. The big thing that's in there. Anyway, there's that cinnamon bun place right there. If I was him to know this, I'd be just working my way over there. Like, oh yeah, I'll sign an autograph if you go get me a cinnamon bun. We all have cinnamon buns. As if you're not going to let me on the podcast to talk about what happened last night. You were texting me the meanest things. You said that I was going to get fired. You said that because the Canucks won that we weren't going to be friends and it hurt my feelings. I'm flying to Edmonton today, and now I'm worried about what's going to happen when I walk into Nation HQ and everybody looks at me in my Canucks hat and they're going to go, Get out of here, quads! Get out of here! Scram! Scat! Skedaddle! Go on! Get out! Go! I'm worried about it. I was so excited to hang out with you, but now I'm worried because the Oilers got absolutely spanked by my Canucks. (laughs) Get out of here, quads. Don't have time for you right now. Not into it. <laughs> I'm not into it, damn it. Uh, well, nothing wrong with an 81-1 record. I think that's the lesson here today. We didn't expect them to win all 82. Certainly expected them to win game one. But 81-1 will go just fine with me. In other news uh, from the Edmonton Oilers, they signed Bo Aiki to a three-year say this past week. You'll like to see it. The kid had a you know a strong camp. A lot of people, he only played one preseason game, but a lot of people were really pumped on him. He's going back to junior, doing his thing. Prospect to watch for sure. He's a puck-moving defenseman. We love him. We love those guys around here. Frank Saravalli from Daily Faceoff sat down with Jay Woodcroft and Ken Holland this past week. And my boy Meat Watcher, of course, Meat Watcher did the intro for the podcast. He sent me a clip and he wanted my take on it. And I actually haven't listened to the clip that he sent me. So I'm just going to play it through. It's uh, about 90 seconds here. I'll probably stop it and just pick out some parts and give my thoughts. Meat Watcher is my daddy. daddy. What's going on, BM? I listened to Frank's interview with Ken Holland, and I think Kenny might be a little distracted going into his final season. Clipped a couple things. I wanted to get your take. I could be reading into this too much, so have a listen. Let me know. First of all, I got to hang on. I got to go back to I didn't know. I, again, I haven't listened to this, so I didn't expect this kickoff, and I want to listen to it again. Meat Watcher is my daddy. Daddy, what's going on? <laughs> Meat Watcher is my daddy. BM, I listened to right, Frank's interview with Ken Holland. Let's go. What do we got? So, Ken, whatever happens this year, I think you've been kind of vocal about it maybe being your last year as GM and executive running a team. Have you allowed yourself at all to dream about what it would be like to win this year? Let me answer that for you, Ken. It'd be awesome to win. I'd love to see Ken Holland celebrating. I'd love to see him as part of the parade, probably pumping back a, you know, a delicious Coors Light. (laughs) I don't know what Ken Holland drinks. (laughs) For some reason, he strikes me as a Coors Light guy. First off, you know, my focus is on coming at the appropriate time. Maybe you get a little excited as you start to get massive. Right now, I'm worried about coming over and over and over again. And you got to take care of coming each and every day to try to win a game. Do you see what I mean? There's... <laughs> oh, Meat Watcher, you rascal. I legitimately thought this was going to be a serious thing that you wanted me to comment on, but this is way better, frankly. Hang on. <laughs> this is so stupid. 
get massive. Right now, I'm worried about coming <laughs> over and over and over again. And you got to take care of coming each and every day to try to win a game. Do you see what I mean? There's something going on, but I can't put my finger on it. What do you? Yeah, I mean, uh, Ken seems like he's got a one track mind, you know? It's like some of the boys that have been asking for dating advice. I feel like Uncle Ken can need some of my advice as well. Meat Watcher, that was a hell of a pick there. I'm, I guess I missed part of that, that part of the interview. Think. Daddy, daddy, daddy. I'd be remiss not to ask about the laser focus <laughs> Connor and Leon have to be great. How much does that... I, I just like it. Now I'm preemptively laughing because I don't know where this is going to go. It's so stupid. Rub off on everyone else. Yeah, I think in my opening press conference, uh, you know, I talked about coming night after night after night after <laughs> night. So certainly now, you know, people talk about coming. You know, I think given where we're at, we'll see where it goes. But uh, I'm excited about coming all over again to have a good year. Daddy, daddy, piss on them. Daddy, 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 daddy. Ah. <laughs> uh. Meat Watcher, I have no idea how long that took you to put together, but can we do that every week? (laughs) (sighs) (sighs) Now I got to go back. I got to read the email from Meat Watcher because he like, I have been easily bamboozled on the internet lately. I just have. I just have. And, uh, So here's what he said to me today. He goes, hopefully I can slip this in before you record. I listened to the Holland interview with Frank and clipped a couple of things I wanted to get your take on. (laughs) Yep, sure did. (laughs) Ah, That is good stuff. That is a very, very good. That is very, very good stuff by Meat Watcher. Legitimately thought we were going to have a serious question there. We do not. We do not. Uh, the other thing I want to touch on before I wrap up the news, and this is just annoying and gross, and I was going to do it in the RSB, but maybe I'll do it again. The NHL decided this past week to ban Pride tape. It's so stupid. It's completely ridiculous. You got a couple of guys who don't want to participate on Pride nights. How about you just let them sit out then? Everybody has a voice. Everybody wants to be, you know, say their own bit. Let them say out. Let them sit out just like they did last year and they'll feel the heat on social and probably deservedly so. Everybody's got their own opinions and I get that. But like this seems completely ridiculous. The NHL taking three steps backwards. They used to be such, you know, we've come a long way from just the NHL being at the forefront. And, you know, Brian Burke, he put out a really good statement on Twitter about what this means going backwards for the NHL. They used to be leaders in the space, according to Burke. I'm paraphrasing, but just this one was completely ridiculous. I don't understand it at all. I just don't. It seems like such a foolish decision to me. Because I just, my opinion, and this is just my opinion, is that people are just going to be people, and they're just going to be people, and they are who they are, and we should accept people for what they are. And if you're going to go around saying hockey's for everyone, this move is an exact, I mean, it's it's the exact opposite of hockey's for everyone. It's just, it's ridiculous. The only bright side about this is I see that Pride Tape sales have f- escalated tremendously since this news came out and i'm glad 
I'm glad people are just going to do their own thing. Connor McDavid spoke out about it this past week, and I'm paraphrasing Connor's words, but he says that he doesn't appreciate, he doesn't like this ruling by the NHL. It doesn't make sense to him. And what I really hope that some players do is they just do their thing anyway. Take the fine. You know, it would be very, very powerful, Connor McDavid, to go out wearing a, you know, have pride tape, have it banned. What are you going to do? You going to give Connor McDavid shit? What if Sidney Crosby did it? What if Connor Bedard did it? These players that, you know, Zach Hyman spoke out about it. He's been very vocal um, about his support for the LGBTQ plus community. And I, I mean, I just don't get this. I just don't get it. You look at from the NHL standpoint, they want to avoid the noise and the hassle, I guess, of people lighting the players up when they don't want to participate. But to me, this just seems ridiculous. Hockey's for everyone except you, you and you. That's what it tells me. I just, I don't get it, you know? Meat Watcher is my daddy. <laughs> I didn't mean to push that. Right, so, anyway, the NHL, I don't get it. Uh, in better news, Blink-182, new song tomorrow. New album coming out next week. I'm very excited. It's like 12-year-old bag milk standing outside the future shop waiting for it to open. Did I ever tell that story? It's not really a great story, but it's a dumb one. When Take Off Your Pants and Jacket came out, in 2001 or whatever it was i was about 16 years old and i didn't have a car at the time so i needed my dad to drive me to northgate mall so that i could buy the album on opening day i queued up i stood in line with a handful of i'm not saying it was a long line there was probably like six of us standing outside waiting for the doors to open so we could rush in and get the blink 182 album so that we did not miss out what happened they opened the doors of the future shop they had stacks of this thing it was just everywhere and i go oh Man, do I feel like a real asshole for making my dad drive me into the city. And there was no need for it. I could have rolled in whenever and grabbed the album. But you live and you learn. New Blink album coming out next Friday. I'm very excited about it. And that's how we're going to wrap up the news for our friends at Alberta Blue Cross. Blue Cross, the Nation Network's official provider of travel insurance. Visit ab.bluecross.ca forward slash travel for more information. You're listening to Better Late Never. In the words of EMF, you're unbelievable. Yes, we are. It's time to talk a little bit of betting. And this week, instead of just placing some new bets, I just kind of want to walk through how I did yesterday. I brought back the Risky Business articles for our friends at Betway, and I was very excited. I lost a lot of money last night, and I'm just going to be honest about it. What did I do? Well, let's let's have a little conversation, shall we? I need to open up the box score here, make sure that I didn't get anything wrong. Let's see, Leon Dreisaitl. So, all right, here we go. How did Bag Milk do on opening night? Leon Dreisaitl, over two and a half shots. Nope. Do I have a... Do I have like a, I need like a, what do I got here? I don't have a, like a, a horn buzzer. I need a horn buzzer. Anyway, easy money pick of the day. Oilers money line. Well, nope. Over one and a half total power play goals at one plus 155. At least I hit that one. Can't miss parlay was Oilers, Leafs, and Bruins all to win. Thanks, Oilers. That would have been a very juicy one, but I went one for three on my bets. I put a unit down on each of them and just got absolutely murdered. 
just killed because those were the bets that I put on the website for our friends at Betway. But I had some other ones sprinkled through. I'm like, Leon, two points. I had Connor, two points. And I'm just like, I'm dabbling. I'm spitballing. I'm throwing things everywhere. What happened? Garbage. Absolute garbage. <laughs> Provided that you are 19 plus and could do so responsibly, go check out Betway if you want to put a couple of shekels on the game. But I promise, or I'm asking you, I'm pleading with you to please do better than I did. You know? Just do better than I did. I feel like, uh, I mean, I, I also feel like it's not that hard, you know? Again, provided that you are 19 plus and can do so responsibly, please use our friends at Betway. Guess the fuck what? You're listening to Better Late Than Never. Brought to you by Bag Milks, Alfa Romeo, Barbecue, and Foot Massage. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. The Righteous Act meeting is brought to you by Trilogy Oilfield Rentals. Of course, Trilogy is an established provider of tools and expertise across multiple oilfield disciplines, specializing in rentals, pipe recovery, abandonments, and completions. Currently, they maintain full-time operating units in Provost Weyburn and Kindersley. What kind of tools do they have? Well... You know I like to press my megaphone button. Rental tools, fishing tools, drilling tools, coil tools, mills and bits, completion tools, any tool for any job. TrilogyRentals.ca Again, looking very much going, looking very much forward to going to tool with Carrie from Trilogy Oldfield Rentals at the end of the month. Very, very excited. I have not seen them. I actually don't have a RSB today. I did the Pride Tape wrap. That is the most annoying news of the week for me. The NHL taking a step backwards. I did the bit on it. So... My boy Kyle the Embalmer chimed in. He's got a guest RSB, so we are going to give him the button. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. Let's get to it. All right. Yeah, I have something to complain about. Um, Here's the premise. Yesterday, I dropped my phone. Thanksgiving Day. Dropped my phone about 10 o'clock in the morning. Screen shatters. Mm. Fuck. Whatever. I can deal with a broken screen. Oh, no, I can't because the broken screen also affects the camera for face ID, et cetera, et cetera. Now it's a pain in the ass. Can I get into Apple get it fixed? Yes. I take my case off. Oh, look, the back is broken too. Why the fuck is the back of an iPhone glass? Whose fucking brilliant idea was the back of a phone to be glass? Thanks, Steve Jobs. Way to go. Like it serves no purpose whatsoever. Anyways. There's the positives to my story. Yes, I actually managed to get into the Apple store on uh, Thanksgiving Monday. Not only that, oh, look, I show up. They look at my phone. They check it out. I have Apple Care. They go, oh, yeah, we can't fix this because of where it's broken. Here's a brand new phone. Yeah, perfect. Nice. All well and good. What do they do? Erase my old phone. Now is where the issues begin. <laughs> Now I gotta try and download new shit. Well, I can't because it's gonna take a fucking hour to to put my backup back on my new phone. Add to that, now I also have to. So now I gotta wait. Turns out I gotta wait till I get home to be able to uh, fucking get it back up from the backup. And now I gotta go to a second. Was I? Oh. <laughs> Ran out of time. I was confused there. Uh, so that sounds like Kyle's RSB here is a bunch of first world problems, but we'll see where it goes. Okay. Second part. Okay. So <laughs> you get my new phone. Cool. Uh-huh. Open it up. I'm trying. Oh, I have to get a backup from my old one. 
fine. That's 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 just fine. Except I have to connect to Wi-Fi. Guess what? Won't fucking work because it says I need fifty-five minutes. Well, I can't stand in the Apple Store for fifty-five minutes while it uploads. So I gotta wait till I get home. Cool. Now I don't have a phone for most of the day. Uh, wife want to do shopping, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. We walk around Southgate, by whatever. Beyond the point. We get home. Cool. What do I do? <laughs> I get the backup. Backs up my phone. It takes a fucking. It takes an hour and a half before I can use my phone again. Perfect. So, oh, what's the next issue? Oh, my fucking iWatch. Well, because I don't have my old phone, I have to erase my iWatch and then reset it up with my new phone, and it's a whole fucking process. So I guess my whole complaint is being a fucking slave to Apple, which I guess now is against myself. But why? So why the fuck, first off, does Apple have to have glass backs on their phones? <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Do they really? And then, of course, all the other Look at my shit right that now. goes with it. So in the end... I'm an Apple slave, and that's my righteous act beating. There you go. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. So I guess what Kyle's saying is the righteous act beating this week is against himself and myself, too. I, As an Apple person myself, like as I'm sitting here at my studio, at my house, I, too, have an Apple Watch. Uh, the soundboard where I'm playing these sound effects is on an iPad. I'm plugged into my MacBook Pro, and my iPhone is sitting beside me. So the thing about Apple is if you're an Apple user, they're basically like, fuck you, pay for it. And we all go, all right, that makes sense to me. I will do whatever you say, Tim Cook. Whatever you want us to buy, we will buy it, and we will pay way too much money for it. And there you go. Roger Sack being for our friends at Trilogy Oil Field Rentals. Ahoy there, listener. You're listening to Better Late Than Never, the number one podcast for testicular-related discourse in the entire Edmonton metro area. Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trend says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y dot And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about Wix. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. 
We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. The voicemail is brought to you by Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. Go check them out. Ooh, they've updated the website. They've got the 2023 Alfa Romeo Stelvio listed above. Three nine. Uh, what we got here? Three point nine nine percent for thirty six months. A limited time offer ends October thirty first. I love the Stelvio. They're so nice. They're so nice. Also, I want to keep telling you about the Tonali. The Tonali is now available. That could be your entry point in driving an Alfa Romeo. And man, you'd look good in there. You would look so good in there. I've got a message from Gandhi. But I'm going to guess it's not the real Gandhi, lest anyone believe that he actually left a voicemail today. Right, so I've paused the last week's I don't think this is actually Gandhi. ...episode before the voicemail, so I don't know what is in them. All I can say is, no, you didn't, donkey, you dickhead. Um, I've got a bit of a... <laughs> Bit of a bone to pick, I guess. It's not really a right to sack beating. It's more just to just get this off my chest, you know. Go for it. If broken-hearted teenagers can leave <laughs> voicemails here, well, so can I. Sure. Um, I'm in Brisbane for a work event. Mm-hmm. Uh, probably the last time I get to come here as a guest and stay in a hotel before I move back here. So trying to, like, oh, you know, one last hurrah, you know. Rah, rah. Um, get up to my room. Little slippers they provide aren't monogrammed anymore. <laughs> the uh, the robe you wear not monogrammed anymore. Like, <laughs> how can I expect to thrive in these conditions? <laughs> I'll tell you how, because they've changed the the toilet paper holder, mm. um, and now there's a little shelf on top. Mm. So. Well, you're sitting there wheeling out your paper. Wheel, wheel, wheel. You can sit your beer down. And um, wait a minute. Yin and yang. Wait a minute. Bear. Do you drink beers with you shit? That seems gross to me. Look, I drink beers in the shower all the time. Love a shower beer. In fact, I would say shower beer is one of the most elite beers you can have. But uh, I don't know about doing your shit, man. I'm rattled right now. Hey, BM. Got some preseason overreactions for you. Sure. First of all, soup is so back. (laughs) (sighs) You can tell when a voicemail comes in before a game last night, like last night, you know? Again, I'm not... Quite frankly, I don't blame Jack Campbell last night for the loss. Everybody was bad. Um, It's just funny that this email's coming in. Looks like he's gonna have some beast in it this year. Second, Connor Brown and Connor McDavid are an electric pair. Mm. Connor Brown's gonna put up 75 plus points Whew. on a line with McDavid. Third, our power play is gonna be insane this year. And not just the first line. The second line power play will be amazing too. Well, can't wait for the season. How did last night go for you, Liam? Did it go all right? Probably not. You know? Probably not. Kyle the Embalmer, you're back again. 
all right, look, do I want to do three in a row? No, I just kind of feel like I'm on a roll. So let's talk about hockey. Oh, yeah. So, Kyle, I did not play your Love is Blind messages. Sorry. I just haven't watched it. Don't spoil it for me. Um, I think we absolutely crushed Calgary tonight. Cool. Fuck Calgary. Doesn't matter whether it's our A squad playing their G squad. Who fucking cares? Uh, always beat Calgary. Yep. Um, you know, Sutter having to retire, a little bit sad. I kind of was hoping we, we'd be able to get a guy like him. Um, yeah, he was a good story. I was cheering for, for the, him. For the meantime now, I mean, I can't really... Now that we don't have PTOs to sign, I guess Bouchard's contract is not going to bite us in the ass until probably, you know, October 11th when the season starts and we can't have an extra forward. Uh, I was sitting with Kyle last night uh, at the watch party and uh, the Bouchard takes in real life, they're not just in the voicemail. They're also happening in real life. uh, Really come back to bite us in the ass come trade deadline. Hopefully Holland can do Holland things. So in the meantime, I guess let's not trade Bouchard. Let's hang on to him. Maybe progress. We're making progress, pal. He can increase his value and maybe we'll trade him at the deadline for somebody that isn't overpaid. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> but uh, other than that, go Oilers. And uh, let's start. Let's have a good season and bring home the cup. Yeah. Amen. Didn't happen last night. Did not happen last night. Owen, what do you guys say? Hey, Big Milk. Um, just finishing up listening to the pod. Um, yeah, Ari, I am so down to get a group chat going. Man, my friends are sick of me ranting about my shit to them. So if I have someone else I can talk to this stuff about, that'd be freaking wonderful. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's all I got for right now. Uh, also, there could be another opportunity to do some stuff. It's talking to Matt Graham last night at the season launch party, and he's setting up a BLTM Discord. I'm going to try my best to be a part of that Discord and actually be in there. Uh, Matt was talking about some of the ideas he wanted to do last night. He's going to kind of run the show a little bit for me. Um, I'm going to try and chip in there, but we're going to have spots for you guys to just have random discussions in there too. So I'd love for you guys to join it. Um, still getting set up a little bit, but that should be get uh, that should be ready to go here right away. Uh, hey, Bank Mel. So just wanted to comment on the uh, uh, that Matthews guy idea of uh, making a Discord server. You know, I'm not sure that's going to get any traction. You know, I'm just—I just don't think there's like, a, you know, a large demand for something like that. And, oh, hold on, someone—someone left a plug on the ground here. What the hell? It's uh, Discord.gg/NationCitizens. <laughs> you know, who would leave such a nice plug like that lying around? Crazy. You rascal. Uh, anyways, uh, uh, what was I talking about? Go join the Nation Citizens Discord. They do good work in there. You can chime in on what's going on around the network. You can make fun of Tyler. You can use the bag milk emojis in there. They're fun. They are fun. Yeah, all joking aside, the Nation Citizens Discord server has uh, <laughs> been going strong since February, you know? It has, yeah. Uh, fun fact, we're actually the primary distributor of all Oilers-flavored Kool-Aid. Hmm. Yeah, fun fact. Goes down smooth. Always delicious. Go check out the Nation Citizens Discord. They're good people in there. I promise you.
Now that we're out of jail and have the appropriate finances, I think we should set up a new scheme to show Batman what true human nature really is. You're seeing things all wrong. We need to find the old guano man and put a smile on his face. <laughs> you know, you laugh a lot. When I was in the Dark Knight, I, I laughed, but it wasn't like all the time. Tisk tisk the Dark Knight. That's all we ever hear about. I myself had a hit TV show that lasted over seven years, Hotshot. But for some wacky reason, the whole world thinks you're top joker. <laughs> Why did you laugh there? You're angry at me. Do you laugh at the end of every sentence? <laughs> Stop laughing. <Yeah>. Stop it. <laughs> Man, I'm a real prick, you know that? I love those. I, lo I like to just sit there and lock it in and just let them play. That was 53 seconds of just... That was 53 seconds. Just ripped by. Man, those are good. I love them. I absolutely love them. Start to finish. Masterpiece. I'm going to give you one of these. Does it hurt your feelings at all that the people that listen to this podcast are way more talented than you? It's got to hurt, right? At least a little bit. Anyway. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yes, once again, this is the donkey. Now, I don't know if you've been watching, but let's be honest, the Emlers have been looking a little bit sexier. Oh. Colonel Brown, uh, I like our defense. Rawr. Let's be honest, Amber, uh, you... we've been here before. <laughs> um, Bags, I've been in the decade of darkness. Mm. Yep. Do you know what? I love them. I I love this team. Me too. Let's go. Let's go. I'm going to put ten English pounds, ten English pounds, disgrace on a bet on Evan lifting and Connor McDavid <laughs> lifting the Stan Cup. Oh yes. I want to watch you do that. For some reason, I just feel like you sitting in your house leaving these voicemails with that that affect you put on your voice would just be hilarious to watch. I don't know. Liam? I'm percent sure that I saw Leon Drysaddle out walking his dog when I was biking to school today. I think that was cool. Bye. It's nice of Leon. He's a good dog owner, getting the dog some exercise. It's lovely fall days we've been having. Why not? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yes, this is the donkey. I've had a most distressing video message from the other candidate in the better late than never. Um, he appeared to be pooing on a toilet. Yes, Dukes. Dukes. He's he is the shit master, as we learned. He's he's also drinking beers while he's pooping, is what we learned today. Straining. Now, I think we're all humans. Let's be honest. We all poo and. Shit. Let's be honest, I've shited through the eye of a needle a few times. Uh, well, whatever. But I don't need to hear your manifesto when you are sat on the bog, curling one out. <laughs> By the way, don't hear. I'm back. Hello. <laughs> 
your manifesto when you're sitting on the bog. <laughs> what a fucking dumb podcast this is. I love it. Yeah, you're a bit out of hand. Let's bring it back to hockey now that the season's all around the corner. I feel like uh, we jumped in there somewhere mid-thought. Just a running dialogue going on in Liam's head right now, and he's just like, oh, I forgot to press record. Anyway, here we go. Uh, I have some bold predictions for the season. Please. My prediction is that ex- other than Connor and Leon... There's going to be one other Oiler who scores 100 points and one other Oiler who scores 40 goals. That's my bold prediction. But can't wait for the season. Let's get back to the Oilers talk. Yeah. Can't wait for the season. Let's get back to the Oilers talk, except when they get shit kicked 8-1 to the Vancouver Canucks. Next message. Oh, damn, Owen. <sighs> Just heard about what you're going through. Uh, man... That sucks. Yeah. Um, listen, I know a friend that one of my best friends, actually, my two best friends, both their grandpa and grandma died from cancer. Fuck Obviously, cancer. Obviously, I didn't really know them. I'm not trying, like, I didn't know them at all. Like, I'm just stating how Big Milk said everyone knows someone. And actually, my grandma recovered from, um, if you missed it, Owen has got a, a buddy that's battling cancer right now, and um, he left a very, very candid message either last week or the week before just kind of about how it's going and just looking for a little bit of support, and he's got it here within the group of the BLTN community, but I think that, um, yeah, fuck cancer. Everybody knows somebody. I've got current, I've currently got family members kind of battling right now, so it's, uh, yeah, it's tough. Back to you, Ben. Cancer and... Um... So yeah, Owen, um, just keep that guy in your thoughts and prayers. I forget if you said his name, but yeah, I will also be keeping him in my thoughts and prayers. Um, Ari, really sorry about your mom. Uh, Good thing you're doing well now. Yeah, um... I got one voicemail coming up soon, but yeah. Thanks, Ben. I think the boys will appreciate that. It's just nice to get some support sometimes, you know? That's just really all it is. Uh, is this another Ben? You just meet the commissioner and go up and shake his hand, get a hat of your team. And yeah, but I like just take the gems out of it. I don't know what we're talking about here. We're talking about the draft? I feel like I'm missing a message here somewhere, but they're just going in order. Ben, I'm sorry. I don't know what you're talking about, man. So many imposters trying to do the donker. Trying to be the donkey. Mm-hmm. Or even trying to try the donkey. Mm-hmm. Anywhere. Yeah. No matter who we are, where we are, fuck Australia. There is only one candidate for better late than never presidency. And I'm here mm-hmm. for you, mm-hmm. everyone. Yours. Rawr. Just said rawr. Yes. Let's endorse. Let's endorse the whole um, rawr thing. <laughs> I've no idea what I'm talking about. I don't know what you're talking about either, but again, I'd I'd love to watch you do that. (laughs) It's just so weird. It's so weird in the best way. It is so weird in the best way. This one, it says Chalmers wannabe. 
I'm interested in this. Yo, bag milk. Um, no offense, but uh, the bag milk era of dating advice was kind of weird. Um, yes, but I think we need a new host. Um, I would like to petition for Chris Chalmers' dating advice. Um, because I want to learn this man's methods. Um, this all stemmed. I was listening to an old episode of Real Life um, during the pandemic, and you guys were talking about dating and Pornhub Premium, and Jay. Chalmers and Wanye were talking about how back when they were in their 20s, Chalmers pulled the most bitches out of anyone. <laughs> and like, so my question is like, was height not that big of a deal back in like the early 2000s? Why are you a short king, Nick? As it is now, like, unfortunately for a lot of short guys, not for me. Um, I'm tall. Hmm. Works out okay. Um, Braggart. Height's pretty big with the ladies now. Um, yes. My question is... One of the wildest things that... Uh, when I was on the dating apps, one of the wildest things is... Yeah, I didn't see it often, but every now and then you would see a girl within their bio. It goes, if you're under six feet, don't bother. I would just go, man, that is so aggressive. Could you imagine like the inverse of that where a guy goes, I don't know, just uh, if you're not X, then don't bother. It would just be like, fuck you. But for some reason, like it's normalized. I don't get it. Shout out to the short kings. Was it not? Because Chalmers is like five six. Yeah, bro managed to pull like the got he managed to pull the news anchor. Like, are you? I want to know this man's methods because he must have ungodly game. I think he does. I was with Christopher Chalmers last night at the season launch party. We always have a good time. He's a great dude. I bet his game was fantastic. I'll ask him for you. <laughs> This is David Bowman on the floor, etc. Good evening. <laughs> Working through the Alpha Romeo of Edmonton voicemail here. We got a bunch of shenanigans here. Uh, this one just says from waivers. Man, there's nothing better than Oilers Twitter. Like yesterday, I got my popcorn out after they said Lavoie was on waivers. Oh, man, dude, the overreaction was just ridiculous. We did about 10 minutes on this on Oilers Nation Radio on Tuesday. The overreaction to Lavoie going on waivers and being like, this is the dumbest thing ever, and then he cleared her and went, well. <laughs> I love it. <sighs> it's not nice to go on waivers. You know, sometimes just people want to be with the big team, and they want to get the money and i think that more teams should let more players stick around whether they deserve it or not that's very nice of you quads that was just i could scroll twitter or x or whatever it's called now for hours just looking at people absolutely losing their minds about lavoie clearing or going on waivers and then we find out today he cleared waivers so everybody you can take a deep breath it's okay it is okay Take a deep breath. Waivers. Waivers. Adam, what do you got to say? Hey, Bag Milk. This is a longtime listener. Adam, I've been uh, looking at the schedule, and I think we could go 8 0 to start the, start the year. <laughs> Wait, <no. laughs> Whoopsies. With the entire month of October, I don't see any team on the schedule that we should lose to. Mm -hmm. The Rangers and the Wilds are the best teams on there. And I think we can beat them. Just want your opinion on what the possibility of not losing in the month of October are. Well, obviously this voicemail came in before yesterday's game. Uh, so the possibility is zero. 
I do think the Oilers are going to bounce back. I bet I wouldn't be surprised at all if the Oilers just dummy the Canucks on Saturday in the rematch. I just I wouldn't be surprised at all. But last night, awful. No other way to put it. All right. Those looking for the update after the last new episodes of Love is Blind. Nope, can't uh, do it. Not doing it. Not doing it, Kyle. Not today. I'm sorry. Hello, expert. It's your boy, OJ Chalmers. <laughs> Hope you all enjoyed the game last night. I did not. I'm recording this before, and so I don't know who won, but I'm sure it's not those motherfucking Canucks. Anyway. Empty your hoses before winter or whatever the fuck. This is OJ Chalmers. Uh, yeah, so take off your, your hoses outside. That's what Chalmers' winter tip. Otherwise, it gets... How does he say that? It's the hose bib. Something gets frozen. Crack pipes. There's pressure in there. I don't remember what he says. Just detach your hose. That's all you gotta know. Hey, Big Milk. Question for you since you work in the hockey industry. Um... <coughs> Is there any way I can stream American Hockey League games for free? Um, You know, it has to be free. Honestly, I have no idea. I mean, you could probably just find some sketchy, like, Reddit used to have streams all the time on there. Um, I think they got rid of those, but I honestly have no idea. I have zero clue. I am not the one to ask. You're going to have to go ask Bing or ask Jeeves or... Honestly, I have no idea. What's up, Bag Milk? Um... Owen here. I am currently ripping home. We got 10 minutes till game time. I'm so fucking excited for this Oilers season to happen. I just probably bombed the midterm because I wrote it way too quickly so I get home to watch the Oilers game. Probably a terrible idea. Yes. That midterm is worth 35% of my grade. What? Definitely not a great idea. I do respect the dedication to the Oilers, though. Maybe your uh, instructor is also an Oilers fan. You should have just wrote that at the bottom of the essay or whatever the midterm was about. Listen, I went through this too fast because the Oilers game is coming up very, very soon. Have to go. Thank you. What the fuck was I doing? But Oilers hockey is back. I could not be more excited. Side note, I fucked up. I really should have listened to you guys, but I didn't, and I fucked up, and fuck. But fucking Oilers hockey's back, so I don't have to worry about that shit anymore. Let's go, Oilers. Well... The good news is uh, you probably bunged up your midterm and the Oilers game that you rushed home for was, uh, it was an experience. Chandler? Bag milk. Yes, sir. Um, first of all, yes, I, if I sound sick, it's because I am. Uh, but as a result of being sick, I've been laying in bed watching Oilers Plus all day. Hmm. And I have some good news in terms of the all abs team. Oh, go now we're talking. It appears that Eckholm, the like one time I've seen him shirtless, does indeed pick up the the uh, slack that we uh, lost with Cluck Bomb. So I'm I am happy to report that Eckholm is carrying on the Swedish all abs team for the team very strongly. Talk about the abs team, but do it slower. Hey, Bag Milk. What's up? It's Laird here. What's going on, Laird? Just watching the Oilers game versus the Canucks. They are down 2 nothing with 4 minutes and, like, 42 seconds to go in the first period. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to say that I find not having Jack Michaels as the commentator for the first game really throws me off watching the game. Maybe like, it throws the Oilers off, too. I enjoy Jack having was only Jack on the radio. for 
every game. And Jack is the best. I love Jack Michaels. At first, I remember when he first came in to replace Rod Phillips. Obviously, Rod Phillips was a legend. Huge shoes to fill. But man, Jack is so good. And my worry with him is that he's so good that we'll lose him because some big network or some big team or something is going to pay him a boatload of money and take him away from us. Stay with us, Jack. I love you. I wish he was our playoff commentator too. Mm-hmm. Also, my next complaint is I started watching the game and I was like, what the hell is this camera angle? Like, it just seems strange. Maybe it was like that in preseason. I did not watch any preseason this year, just due to time. But yeah, I'll probably be leaving some more voicemails. So thanks, Big Milk. Things didn't get better from there, my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to yeah. No, for fuck's sake, the Australians texting me. <laughs> I love their relationship. They are the best of friends. If we knew that the Oilers were going to be bad to start the season, BM, I think we could have gone for more dating advice segments in the voicemail. <laughs> I'm entertained by those. I'm not. So, I'm not entertained by this game. However. <laughs> Bring back the dating segments. The Oilers are bad, so we're talking dating. So what does Twitter say whenever the Oilers get blown out? Uh, X player sucks, fire the GM, fire the coach, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so now that I've said that, I do find it kind of funny how the Oilers were hyping up Campbell for the entirety of the preseason. He was playing good. Out of his mind, <laughs> He fact. gets pulled in game one. Yeah, it's one of those things where, yeah, like I'm not hanging that loss on Jack. Um, but he certainly didn't help. And same goes for Stu. Like, I'm not hanging out on Stu. Certainly didn't help. Again, when you've got dueling 750 save percentages, not great. Team in front of them, complete garbage. So it is what it is, you know? It is what it is. Guys, it's one fucking game. Relax. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Yeah, there was some melting down on Twitter last night. It was pretty fun. It was fun. <sighs> Big milk. Um, the Oilers just lost. Did eight they ever? One. Did they How ever? the hell do you lose a hockey game eight to one? With yeah, that's a fair question, especially again given that the Canucks were pissing and shitting themselves. I don't know that for a fact, but Demko did puke in his own mask and had to get pulled. So I mean, it's a plausible theory. Connor McDavid. I I am at a loss for words. I am at a loss for words. Do you know what that game felt like to me? I mentioned last week I'm a Denver Broncos fan. I love the Denver Broncos almost almost as much as I love the Oilers. The Denver Broncos have the worst scoring defense in the NFL. Everyone just racks up points and yards against the Denver Broncos. Specifically, week three, the Broncos give up 70 fucking points to the Miami Dolphins. Yes, they did. The Dolphins take their starters halfway out, halfway through the game, and the backups still dominate the Broncos. That's exactly the vibe of that Oilers game. <laughs> no matter what the Oilers did, the Canucks just dominated them. Yep. Sloppy all over the ice. I, I, I'm at a loss for words. I Yeah, I, uh, start to finish. Shitacular would be my adjective for last night. Well, Big Milk, wasn't expecting to leave a second voicemail. But um, yeah, that game absolutely crushed me. What a waste of my time. <laughs> yeah, well. Uh yeah. I yeah. 
going back to what I said, I should definitely listen to what people tell me. Would avoid a lot of shit. Yeah. You sound down, man. Don't let the Oilers bring you down. It's only one game. Duke said it best. It's only one game. They'll bounce back. I promise. Yo, so, Bay Milk, I've driven home. Um, I left my last voicemail, and then I drove home. And I'm sitting in my car, sitting outside my house right now, um, and I'm still in shock. I still am, like, that wasn't just a loss. That was a full-blown assault of the Oilers organization and everything associated with it. Like, that felt like they were attacking the fans. Like, oh, my goodness. You know, like, I'm a Broncos, Oilers, Jays, and Elks fan. That is, uh, that's a tough, that's tough sledding. But again, it was just, I mean, they played awful. There's no sugarcoating it. It was terrible. Last night was a disaster, but they're a very good team. They're going to bounce back. I don't know what was going on last night. I thought, I think they thought they were going to have a gimme or something. Canucks came to play. The Oilers did not. Is there a, a combination of more disappointing teams to cheer for out there? Uh, I mean, Jay is also a Denver, uh, a Cleveland Browns fan. So I think if you mix them in, um, let's say Liam at the office is a Detroit Lions fan, although they're having a good season. Yeah. You could be an Oakland A's fan or just an Oakland sports fan in general, I guess, you know, last voicemail. All right, BM, I'm driving home from the Greta party. The uh, the game is fucking terrible. So, uh, that's, that's, uh, I'm going to ask a different question. Well, something else that was kind of asked this week in, in some of the other media. What are your thoughts on officials doing interviews after games, specifically after, you know, controversial calls and whatnot? Uh, it seems the players all think that it's a good idea. It seems that me as a fan, I think it's a good idea. I feel like a bunch of other fans feel like it's a great idea for officials to come out and you know, be accountable. And uh, unsurprisingly, the only people that don't seem to think it's a good idea are those two fuckers that the NHL of Daly and Batman, but of course they're the villains always, so that's not a surprise. So what are your thoughts, officials, doing interviews after controversial slash any after any game press conferences, and it has nothing to do with this terrible game because... Uh, officials weren't our fucking problem against Vancouver. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't mind it. I think that uh, having some accountability for the refs would be fantastic. I, um, yeah, sure. I just like sometimes I don't know what they're gonna say, but it would be nice to be able to ask them some questions. So I'm into it. I'm absolutely into it. I think that would be a fine idea. I've got no problems there. Ask the officials. You know, ask the officials. <laughs> The voicemail brought to you by Alfa Romeo of Edmonton. Go check them out. The Tenali is now available for test drives. They've got a deal up on the Stelvio. AlfaRomeoEdmonton.ca. Go get yourself on a brand new whip. If you see me cruising around, you can wave at me. I'll wave back at you. I'm in the Stelvio. It's very sexy. Makes me feel 93% more handsome. There you have it. Better late than ever, the Thursday morning edition. I was hoping that we were going to be able to talk about a win, but uh, way she goes. Way she goes. Let's wrap it up. I'll talk to you guys next week. Die, die. Why won't you kiss me?
Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trend says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.